Hello, hello. Good morning, everybody. Good to see a few of you on this morning. Bit of a shout out to Luke and Melinda. Howdy, James. Alison. Good morning, crew. Good morning, team. I hope you're all awesome and well. <coughs> another another great day out here in uh, in uh, the wild north. Hopefully, wherever you are, things are going your way. Let us know. Uh, let us know what's going on for you. Where are you this morning? You people out and about? Hey, at work today. Morning, Sharon. All the way from uh, Victoria, Mark. Good to see you, mate. Andrew, great to see everyone in the house. Well, while things are warming up, and uh, I'm uh, using using a little different, um, a little bit of a different system today. So just getting used to the uh, bibs and bobs, the buttons. Uh, I'll do the intro. Jason Witten's my name. You have dialed in or tuned into Wealth Coffee Chats. Thanks for joining. A few of the regulars here, which is awesome. Great to have you. If you're new. Uh, or you've accidentally found us or something like that, then uh, welcome along. Let us know who you are, what you're up to in the chat, and uh, we'd love to know, you know, if you've got any questions as we go along as well. I've got something I want to talk about today, which is uh, pretty interesting, but if you do have any questions, put it in the chat. I'll see if I can get to them throughout the show. We've been doing this as a bit of a crew, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a, Bit of a gang for a little while. Uh, about this, month, I think this is my third year or fourth year into the Wealth Coffee Chats live each morning at ten past eight. So if you're up for a bit of a coffee and uh, a conversation, a chat about property investing uh, and all things in and around that, join me each morning for about twenty minutes, ten past eight. I've been property investing well over twenty years. I think it was close to twenty-five. We're doing the math the other day. Coaching and helping property investors as a professional. Uh, started out as a buyer's agent and uh, do a lot more than that these days. Um, uh, for 20 years, we just turned 20. Positive, just turned 20 across Australia and New Zealand. So, uh, and we've done a lot of deals, a lot of deals. I think uh, I was looking on our stats the other day. It's 10,000, 10,065 uh, investment properties my clients own. Uh, close to $6 billion worth of real estate. So along the way, along the way, we've learnt one or two things and there's some things that uh, each morning happy to share. So there you go. Good to have uh, good to have you along. Uh, Tim all the way from Rocky. Mate, good to see you. Oh, you're on the late shift, were you, Tim? Marcus and uh, Scott. There we go. All right, Tim. Well, today I thought we'd talk about... Um, something that's going on, uh, probably many of you, hopefully many of you know, know what's happening, notice um, what's going on, but maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, listen, tell me in the chat, we talked about it yesterday. For a second. We talked about it yesterday. When did we talk about it? The other day. Some of the challenges. Oh, nice, Beth. Oh, Beth's, uh, Beth's doing a reno. Good to see, Beth. Beachside properties, yep, yep, they're always good value, that is for sure. We talked about it earlier this week, what's on everyone's mind, the big issue, uh, well, everyone thinks it's the big issue. I don't think it's the big issue if you have been prepared. I think it's the big opportunity. Um, So 
what's going on that uh, many, many, uh, especially the media uh, and many others aren't aware of, aren't paying attention on. It's something that's going in our favor as property investors. We had the capital growth run in the last few years, which is awesome. A little bit of heat coming out of our capital value. But hey, listen, we've still all gained something significant. Put it in the chat for me right now. What's happening and what has been happening for a while, and there wasn't a lot of attention from the media about it, um, that uh, is going to benefit us, is benefiting us significantly as property investors right now. Right now in uh, inflation, yeah, inflation. But what is it linked to? What is what is potentially part of inflation driving for us, Tim, as property investors that we're benefiting from pretty significantly right now? And then, and you know, everyone likes to talk about the property value going up and the property value going down. Supply, not yeah. Well, that, that's another one too, actually. <laughs> that's another one too. Well, let me let me jump in here and uh, and show you. Well, it's the rents, folks. The rents, the weekly rise in rents. Um, actually, I'm going to do this. Interest rates. Check this out. Check out the weekly rise in rents since the uh, since twenty, like you know, tw- mid mid twenty twenty. Okay. Now this is the national weekly rise in rents, and um, you think, okay, well that's pretty significant looking because tell me, and this is where kind of like I I want to sort of make sure like we all understand. Actually, wrong one here. Um, want want everyone to understand, right? What, why? When you look at that chart, there, this is kind of a bit could be a bit boring, but I think it's pretty interesting. Why, when you look at this chart here, team folks, check it out. Why, uh, if you follow the little mousey here, why in um, for a decade, like ten years? Tell me why. Did the rents, why were the rents just flatlining for 10 years? What, what was going on for 10 years in the Australian property market on average? Now, this is not everywhere. This is just kind of the, the on average. Why did not the rents go up, folks? Low interest rates. Boom. Whoever go to the top of the class, whoever that is, uh, there we go. Uh, low interest rates. Low interest rates, team. Okay. That is what has happened. There was no pressure. There was no real pressure for rents to go up. Values went up, um, but at as we brought properties to market, interest rates went down. They went down. It was an inverse correlation here, and there was no pressure. Now, one of the things that Sam and myself have talked about endlessly is what happens when the pressure is reversed. Right now, we have two things going. We've got two things happening in the world of property investing, and I'll turn that off for a second, in the world of property investing, two pressures pushing, and yeah, maybe three, maybe three. Let's just, let's just put it like that. Maybe two or three things that are happening right now that are pushing um, in a positive way the rents in a direction that uh, are, you know, are getting results like this. Clavelli in Sydney, um, you know, the average weekly rental rise three hundred and eighty one dollars. Anybody, uh, anybody put their rents up three hundred eighty one bucks uh, in the last twelve months or so? Um, that's an extra twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. That's pretty sweet, right? So, what is pushing up the 
Uh, what is pushing up the rents? Well, number one, number one, the interest rates have gone up. Now, that is putting significant pressure on owners of real estate to pass on the costs, yeah? Your number one expense as a property investor, your number one expense as a property investor is your interest. And if that goes up, you know, technically from, you know, 3% to 5%, you know, your, you know, your major cost has gone up 50% or something like that, okay? Now, what else is going on with inflation, inflation, that would equal your ancillary costs as well. So they've gone up. So as a property investor, you've got to pass them on, right? No one else is, you know, you're not a charity, you know, when it comes to this stuff. And last but not least, supply um, uh, and, uh, yeah, Tim was saying it, lack of supply, right? Lack of supply. Lack of supply is down, folks significantly down, significantly down. We do have some population um, immigration numbers and all those sorts of things putting extra pressure in there. Um, however, interest rates have gone up, supply has gone down, and what what happens regularly, normally, this is pretty normal to pass on that expense, folks, to pass that expense on to what is going on over here, the renter. Check out this. In April 2020, you know, the average rent um, of all um, houses around the nation was uh, $439. Now, this is aggregated and I'm going to dive into a couple of little interesting examples in suburbs, right? So, if you have a look at that, 439 and on average, they're at this moment in time, if we have a bit of a sticky beak, four thirty nine, six twenty three. Like, do the math on that team. Now that's close to two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars in a short period of time. So two hundred dollars in two years, right? If you have a bit of a, if you have a bit of a look at that, um, if you have a look at that time frame, let's let's pop this out and have a bit of a bit of a look. Two hundred dollars here from sort of mid twenty twenty. Uh, and we're calling that two and a half years. And if you have a look at the 10 years before, it, like, the the 10 years before, 366 to 440, you know, less than $100 in 10 years. Crazy times, right? So what does that mean for us as property investors? Well, I'm telling you right now, the rent boom that we were talking about. And, you know, to be honest, we've been talking about it for quite a while. I've been talking about it for at least two years, the undersupply, the rent boom. It's here, folks. It's here. It's arrived and it's still underway. It's not going to get any better uh, anytime soon. And uh, for us as property investors, for many of us sitting here right now, like we've got to make sure that we don't under under rent um, or under or miss out on the opportunity with our rental income. All right. So we have a look at this. The rents have gone up significantly, and it is a direct correlation. If you have a look down here, direct correlation to 
the vacancy rates going down, 1.2%. Now, around the country, that means we have a significant supply issue. And unless you've been living under a rock, that is what's going on. What will fix that supply issue, if anything, into the future? Um, how will it how will it be repaired and how long would it take, right? So let's talk about what we can do as investors right now not to miss out on this stuff because it's important to understand the mechanism of what's going on. Now, if we quickly go back to this here, um, over here, this is a two-and-a-half-year window, right? Okay, and I want to explain something in a second about what's going on that's mid 2020 like june 2020 to now kind of january 23 so you know two and a half years okay let's keep that in our mind folks as we go along and as as we sort of chat through this strategy stuff so thinking about this uh has the rental boom has has rents increasing fully um entered the marketplace, okay? Uh, and the answer is no. Why? Why? What? Why do I believe we will get at least another year, if not two years, of significant rental improvements? Um, yeah, gosh, no, Lauren, exactly. I believe all of us right now, we will get another at least, <clears throat> let's call it two to three years of good um, rental increases, it depends on which side of the coin you're on, obviously. Good if you're a renter, not so great. Landlord, excellent. Um, I think we've got two to three years of rental improvements to come, to come. Okay. Why do I believe that? Um, <clears throat> and what is, uh, why does it take so long? Okay. Two questions. Why do I believe that? Why, why, is it, why does it take so long? Number one. Yep. Yeah, that's correct. <clears throat> Number one, the the full cost of the interest rates, interest rates rising has not passed on. It hasn't passed on. It's only been how long has it been since the interest rates went from really low to reasonably high? Tell me in the chat right now. Tell me in the chat right now <clears throat> because the interest rate cost rental rise thing has not been passed on yet. So put it in the chat. You guys know this. It's been, yeah, it's been seven to nine months, right? Seven to nine months since the interest rate stuff started. And to be honest, it's only been um, probably four to five months until people actually took notice of the like it, it meant something to the the cost of their living. So interest rate costs and rises haven't fully been um, experienced by borrowers, lots of fixed interest rates, and it hasn't been passed on yet, certainly for property investors, right? So um, whoever said this one here, fixed term leases, all right? So nearly every state of Australia, you cannot increase the rent any quicker then, put it in the chat if you want to sort of play along, what's the time frame of when you can increase your rent? 
there's only a set time frame, okay? Which which is I think's fair. I think's fair, but you you can't miss out. What's the time frame? Can you increase it every month? Can you increase it every quarter? Right? It is 12 months in most states. I think there's one state left where you can do it every 6 months and that'll probably disappear, right? You can only put the rent up every 12 months. So, the cost of the interest hasn't really come through for the majority of the market, folks. Um, and those, um, yeah, it's six months in Queensland. Yep. All right, QLD. And the cost hasn't uh, been realised for a lot of the market. And then a lot of the market hasn't had a chance to put the rents up yet, folks. They haven't had a chance to put the rents up yet. All right. So we've got all of this stuff going on. And I'm probably going to put a fourth one in here just just to just to drive this point home. <clears throat> we have a supply issue. Okay, so interest rates, there's going to be at least 12 months till the full market feels it in their bottom line. And it's going to be at least 12 months until um until the the market turns over, like so the leases turn over in in full under this new setting of high rents, folks, okay? Everyone following on, I hope it's making sense because I don't want you to miss this. I don't want you to miss this. And supply, supply is in the toilet, right? There is very little supply in Australia that's going to fix it. Just quickly in the chat because um, I'm running out of time this morning. How long is that going to take to fix? How long How long does it take to fix a supply issue? Um get buy, get approved, um, sell, get constructed, get funding, all right? Man, I'm telling you right now, that is going to be three to five years if you're lucky if the Australian residential supply of good quality real estate, um, if you're lucky, if you're lucky. I think it'll be longer, but let's just be conservative. And last but not least, yep, there is a population boom um, that is going to continue to put those pressures on there, all right? So what does that all mean? What was the point of our conversation this morning um, with all that stuff? Well, folks, here's the drill, right? Here's the drill. There is something going on, and it's been going on for a while. You and I chatted about this, all right? So you should have already been putting your rents up, and if you weren't, start listening, team. Um, because as property investors, you know, the market actually moves slow-ish uh, and there are indicators and, you know, you can get ahead of making good decisions. At the next chance point you get, I suggest you um, increase your rents. I also suggest you um, improve your property, okay? If you haven't renovated your property in a while, this year is probably going to be a good time to do that um, if you can get the right pricing to get your rents up. That can accelerate your rents as well. And the point of it all is if you get your rents to the highest amount, that'll help you unlock your equity. You get to buy another property and you continue to build your portfolio. Folks, anyway, did that make sense? Hopefully it made sense. Made sense to me, but sometimes when I wrap it on, um, it might be a bit dislocated. So, Rents have been going up. They're still going to go up. There's still plenty of reasons why it hasn't fully um, done its thing yet. And, you know, when you look at these things here, team, folks, 
And you look at that, that's a nice little curve for us as property investors as we go along. Listen, units have been um, have gone up significantly as well. You know, combined units, combined houses, you name it. Every single type of property is being benefited right now in this rent boom. Uh, and, you know, we told you so. We told you so, and I'm glad you were listening because now we're all on that train. Capital growth happened. Slow down. Now we're going to get our rent boom. You know, this is the game we play. This is the game we play. All right. Maybe tomorrow I'm going to continue part two of this because there's something else I want to show you about location and quality of property and where the rents went up the most. So anyway, let's talk about that. Join me tomorrow for part two of this little show. Um, and uh, I think we're done and dusted, folks. Hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully that made sense. I'm over time. I better go. Adios. Join me tomorrow. Who knows the time? Everyone knows that. It's 8.10 for Wealth Coffee Chats. So make sure you join me tomorrow. I'm done and dusted, team. That's it. Adios. Over and out. So, yeah, have a good day. See you tomorrow.